On this episode of the Real Life Caddy Podcast, I'm joined by Mike Zabo and some fresh meat, fellow caddy and golfer, Tyler Verdun. We have plenty of caddy stories to entertain you, including bad golf, dreadful short games, people putting from bunkers, a viral tweet, and golfers just not realising their limits within the game. Tyler had contacted me to challenge us about some things we discussed from previous episodes, so he tries to set us straight about disc golf and also shares a very entertaining story about when he carried for David, Frosty the Snowman Frost. We end the episode with listener shoutouts and some exciting news about upcoming content. If you have any questions or comments, please send them in on social media or via email, podcast at glorifieddonkey.com. Many thanks for listening, and please feel free to share the podcast if you enjoy it. If you're a new listener to our podcast, please also go back and have a listen to the previous episodes. In the meantime, though, I hope you enjoy this episode. Episode 91 of the Real Life Carry Podcast. It's called Disc Golf is a Sport? Question mark? Question mark, yeah. <laughs> wonder why we have that. That's the voice of Zabo. Uh, Zeke Elliott of podcasting, Good golf to be podcasting. Here. He's back with his beard. He's sitting next to Bear the Dog. Not for long, though. The beard's coming off. You're going to shave it? Well, not shave it, but it's going to be severely trimmed on Tuesday. Yeah, it's getting. I look like Alan from The Hangover. It's getting ridiculous. Alan from The Hangover. Uh, we also have some fresh meat. Some, we do. Uh, some, some new fresh meat. Tyler Verdun. Is that how you... No, Verdun. Verdun. Zabo knows the politician. Yep. Verdun. D O is Dune. D U N is done. You're French, actually. Let's. Uh, Verdun. Let's hear it. Oh, you See? know what? Oh, oui, oui. Verdun. No, oui, Verdun. Is it Verdun? How do you, how, how you pronounce your name? I say Verdun, but okay. I have heard Verdun. Verdun. Maybe more probably. Is it French? Are you French? French Basque. Oh. We, are, we are sheep herders. And sheep shaggers, more I like. Knew, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, you knew you were going to say yeah. that. So you're a podcast listener. Yeah, you've been, you're also a caddy. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And tell us a bit about your game. You're a good player? Some days. He I, is a good player. I've played with him. I know his game. You're you're a good player. He's a plus. He's a plus index. Are you still plus index? I'll, I'll try not to play as a plus index as much <laughs> as possible, but I um I will shoot between 65 and 85. Right. <laughs> Nowadays, you know, I'm good for breaking 80. We'll good player. Good player. Okay. Have you had any home ones? I've got one hole in one. Okay. We're at we're at in, in Georgia. At, it's now called Crooked Stick, I believe. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. No, 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 not that Crooked Stick. No, it's a different one. There's two. Yeah, I know. There's a, okay. The the par three Crooked Stick or no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. This is the real deal. Okay. Two two fifteen. Two fifteen. With uh, I'm actually not. I can't hit my five iron this far today, but I hit my five iron. Wow. Very. I had a big old forgiveness club back then. Wow. And um, I was lucky because it was a real moist day, uh-huh. but it usually isn't. This is a back pin nasty if you go past it and somehow this five iron which never should hit about eight inches behind the hole spun back and came back so Woo! plenty of luck have wow you, have you ever worn white pants playing golf never have never wow. have i fit I, I, the description i'm about 174 yeah yeah, yeah that's about right uh how long have you been caddying coming up on year five year five you enjoy yeah. it it's one of my favorite things to do Really, I get to go and be uh, have fun, be a nice guy, and and people that usually pays off well. Be a nice guy. I think you can tell from his voice. You can tell a lot from voices. Uh, 
we're, we're, we're done. We're done. Uh, <laughs> nice lad. Okay, so we will crack on with some carry stories. And I'm going to have to tell you this one. You'll be shocked. Like nothing I, shocks me anymore, G, but shoot. We were. So, listen, there's, there's a lot of things going on. We were meant to be videoing this for YouTube. And I we know were. we keep promising, but I got my tea off time wrong this morning. You did. I turned up two hours and 20 minutes early for a tea off time. And if you know, gee, that's very unusual because usually he turns up about eight minutes before eight minutes. the tea time. The big, one of the big differences between caddying in Scotland and caddying over here is we literally meet people on the tea. That's it. That's the way we do it. Well, so, you, that's the way you do it. But well, it's yeah. my time. It's my time. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't see the points turning up half an hour early when I know the job. I know the people yeah. most of the time. Like, why, why would I turn up half an hour early? So everyone knows that I literally turn up, you know, 10 minutes before, We do know that before. about you, yes. Well, this morning, I got, I don't know, <laughs> I've had so many just different jobs and whatever's going on, maybe smoking a little too much crack, but I turned up and I'm looking around going, I didn't, I didn't see Tyler. Oh, he I, was on the same job. He was in job. Yeah. I didn't see other, other guys in the job. I'm going, oh no, have I got the right course? <laughs> that was it. It's my job, by the way. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, wow. it's my job. It's not as if it's someone who gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And last Saturday, I'm sitting watching the Aston Villa game. I get a text message from the manager. It actually calls me at 7.21 and says, where are you? I said, I'm watching the football. He says, uh, you're on the tee. I went, no. I went, I'm teeing off at half eight. She says, no, you're half seven. Well, see, see, that's, that's the problem with you and your, your arrival time. A normal caddy, she would have text, they would have texted, you they know, or text. called, or they would have called half an hour before saying, you know, you're usually here at Zabo. You're always here half an hour before your tea time. So there's, some of the, there's some of the managers that will text you first thing in the morning saying, are you, just to confirm. That's true. This one doesn't. And, but hats off. I got the pajamas off. No, got you changed. didn't make it to the tea in time. No, I met them halfway up the got first. It, it took you. me 21 minutes to get from here. Still pretty impressive. Out there. and uh, But just some real... I've been struggling with the basics of caddying lately. Uh, dirty clubs, um, turning up late, wrong time. Yeah. Uh, there was one, actually, I pointed out to a golfer a couple of days ago. Sun's gone down, 17th hole. And I went, look, look at the shadows from the golf clubs. Just all the way across the green. Wow. My 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 two bags. I'm like I'm really struggling with the basics. Yeah, it's funny you say that because we we talked about this last week. I was working with you and we we're on like the fourth or fifth hole, and I'm like, Gordon. I'm like, what was my guy's name? Do you remember my guy's name? <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, remember? He said it's Mike, just like you. Remember what he said? He said, Hey, you won't forget my name. It's Mike, just like you. And I was like, Oh yeah, That's it's right. Mike. Yeah. It's just, you know, you work so many days in a row, the brain fog sets in. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a real thing. You're off though this weekend. Zabo, hats I off. I took two days off in a row, yeah. which is... Wow. I wish, we'd sound, I wish we had sound effects that we could just do some sort of a, it's a miracle. It's never going to happen again. I'm back yeah. at it tomorrow and probably work 40 days in a row. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, you've been working? I'm just getting back into it, as a matter of uh-huh. fact. Yeah. And uh, because of you, I'll work three days in a row. Uh-huh. Wow. Call yeah. that a streak. It is a streak. Four yeah. loops, yeah. three days. Four loops, three days. Are you, how long have you been off? Been off since COVID. I had to revert to my, my second job just to get by. And it was just, just barely enticing enough to keep me there mm-hmm. and watch all my pals go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. 
make good money and then uh, still have some time for fun, you know? So just been jealous of that long enough to, to pull me back. Are you cold reads? Any, any good reads? Is it, are you the rusty? Last, the last couple of days, I've started off with uh, bangers on the first hole. Uh-huh. <laughs> Always get, a good way to start. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Then you feel like you could take a break for 16 holes oh, until of course, 18 yeah. or something. Yeah, you've done not, your job. Not really. I've um, I missed a couple, but they were to the they were never on the wrong side of the hole. And, good start. And never perfect speed anyhow. So I always could kind of uh, pass the blame just enough. Yeah, I mean, as long as as long as there's always a potential for them to make the putt, they can't really blame you too much. I really struggle to watch people who've been caddying for 20 years at the same golf course and get it in the wrong side of the hole. Oh, and it happens frequently. Happens all, like, happens happens all the time. Yeah. I heard about this this little psychological tip. Okay. Why it's always good to give it a little extra read because as the ball is traveling above the hole, the players always carries this hope that it can drop in. The second the ball goes below yeah. the line, Agreed. it's over. Agreed. It's done. Yeah. I hate I, I can't stand seeing players miss putts on the low side of the hole. Oh, it's, and it's it's, it's they they call it the amateur side for a reason. Most people miss it. You ever watch professional golf, Zabo? Yeah. It's the same stuff. They they always miss it in the low side and they go, Oh, miss it in the up. Frequently. Oh, oh, I'm telling you. The professionals do it all the time. They miss. They never. Putts a lot. They never miss it in the on, on, on the I high side. I tell you what, too, and they're misreading a lot more putts without without the green grid books that they used to have. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the they're art of reading a putt. I'm curious to see the stats on that at the end of the year, but they're they are certainly not making them like they used to. The guys that did rely on those books are not making the putts they used to. Are they playing faster? No, no, it's not helping pace of play at all. Talking a pace of play, the reason we're not videoing is because it was five and a half hours today. Typical. Absolute Typical. torture today. That is, that is bad at 10 uh, o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, 10, 10.40, 10.50. I wish it had been 10 o'clock. Well, I don't know. Would have hung around. I actually drove home, watched another game of football. Then went back. I had a guy today, kind of a newbie to golf, no clue about rules, nothing. No. <laughs> so, he's at, he was in a hazard, hitting a ball, and I said to him, I saw him scooping sand from behind the ball. It worked, buddy. <laughs> right. So you can see That's it just fine. like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I, I said to him, hey, listen, you can't do that. You're inside the, a hazard. He goes, oh, a hazard. Is that white? I went, no, it's red steak. Red spray paint. Okay. And I'm trying to give him rules, as we, little bits and bits and pieces. So he hits it in a hazard again at the fifth. He pulls it out. I said, here, drop it. Where it we're at last cross to hazard. We're going to drop here. So he just throws it down. I went, no, no, no. You, you, yeah, you know, you drop it from the knee. Great knee high. And then he says, "Oh, can I move that stuff?" And I thought no, he meant, geez. I thought he meant wood chips and stuff that mm-hmm. were around the ball. I went, "No, yeah, yeah, sure, you can grab that." So he starts pulling weeds out of the ground. He's <laughs> just like, "No, not that live I stuff." Went, there. No, no, no. <laughs> I said anything that's rooted, you can't touch that. It's just the loose stuff that you can Jeez. take. And then uh, I thought I, I said to the other guy. I'm actually carrying for Timmy. Who, oh, Timmy. T- uh, Timmy 105 from the Blues. Are they playing the tips? Mm. No, they're, oh, they're, they're moved up. And they should be off white, to be honest with you. But his, his game was m- markedly improved. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, so I told Timmy, I said, this is a good laugh. But it is official that in two weeks' time, I'm going up to Half Moon Bay to start the YouTube video nice. footage. And there's going to be a video for new golfers, etiquette, rules, Things you need to know. Yep. So make sure this guy gets that uh, link. 
Mm. You can sell them a few things. Have you heard, were you out in the big course in the last couple of weeks where the seagulls are out around about the fifth, the sixth, the seventh hole and they're grabbing balls? I've seen it before. I mean, I haven't seen it in the last few weeks, but is it happening like just the past few weeks frequently? It's been happening this past week. Have you ever seen that? I've seen it years ago, just twice maybe. It's probably two, three years since I've seen it. Yeah. Like, oh, they think, I think they think it's eggs. They're yeah, eggs. something like that. But it's brilliant to watch someone, this fully grown man chasing oh, yeah, yeah. with the club going, <laughs> as, yeah. if the, as if the seagull is going to go, oh, right, it's not your ball. It's, oh, okay, it's not mine. Yeah, yeah I'll drop it. Yeah, I'll drop it. and then But they're, they'll fly over the ocean. Drop it. In the and ocean. then drop it in the ocean. That's classic. What, what, what would be the rule on that one, boys? You replay the ball where you think it was, no penalty. Mm-hmm. Correct. No closer Correct. to the hole. Correct. Mm. There was actually a lady contacted me as well This on, on Instagram. She does rules. I'm trying to remember her name, but she wanted to be in the podcast. Oh, she nice. was up this weekend, but didn't work out time-wise. Does she live in California? Is she like she, a rules official? No, I don't think she's a rule official, but her, her Instagram's something along. You guys have a chat amongst you. I'll have a look on. Well, bring her, bring her on. Yeah. It's always nice to, I mean, there's a lot of new rules out there. So, I mean, there's there's some confusing ones, you know. Can you ground the club in a bunker now? Theoretically, you can, right? You're not supposed to, but you're, you're, there's no penalty if you, if you touch the sand, right? Mm-hmm. Is that true? No. It's not true. So there's a penalty if you touch the sand. But if you're in a hazard, you can touch anything. You can, you theoretically, you can ground the club in the hazard, right? Which I've never, still never done, but but it, there's no penalty if you hit something on the backswing. You knock down. Leaves. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was there was a one with Brian Davis, English guy that played in the PGA Tour, short guy. Mm-hmm. No, you remember him? He was at Hilton Head in a playoff with Jim Furyk, or it was the last. I think it was a playoff. He hit it left to 18, and that's swamp. That's that's uh, that area is where they did Forest Gump. Oh yeah. So big nice. swamp land. So mm-hmm. literally the. The Atlantic Ocean comes in and it goes out. So in the morning you could be up to your knees in um, swamp and in the afternoon it's gone. It's all dry. Tied, yeah. So he had hit the green, it rolled down and then in his backswing he hit a piece of grass which incurred a penalty yeah. oh, and he yeah. called it himself. But this is not it's crazy. ridiculous. Some of the goals. Crazy, yeah. I, I saw one le- recently in Northern California if you hit it in someone's Someone else's divot, you can now get relief. What? In Northern California. Northern California Golf Association, there's a rule. Great. They, they need to adapt that. Do you agree? They need to adapt that throughout golf. That needs to be an official rule of golf. I we've been marking be. our it balls on be. the green since the beginning. Of, no, not since the beginning of time, but since whenever. We've been marking the balls on the green because you hit the green, you hit a great shot, you mark the ball, you clean it, you line it up. Why can't mm. you do that in the fairway? You hit a good shot, you hit it in the fairway, you mm. hit it in a divot. Why should you have to hit it out of a divot if you hit it in the fairway? You should have a perfect lie every time you hit the fairway. In a game where you're playing for junk that you get, you know, people play money games all the time. Right. And someone will say, oh, it's a sandy par. So they've hit it in the bunker. They've mm-hmm. got up and down. Or at some point they make par, but they were in the sand. Yeah. And you get bonus points for that. Right. Well, I think you should get minus points for putting it in the bunker in the first place. Well, you may hit a great shot to recover and get up and down. I mean, Sandy the, Park. This chick's called Marcella, and her handle is Girlfriend's Guide to Golf. Girlfriend's Guide to Golf. And she. Hmm. What kind is, of service is she running there, G? I mean, 
Well, ask her when she comes <laughs> on. I think it's important that we we don't come across too much as misogynists. Well, we're you know? not. I like mean, I, I know I am, but you know <laughs> we, we have to play I'm the not. equal, equal yeah. playing field. Like, yeah. like, whatever, whatever you say is able. Yeah, true. Um, Family man. I was carrying with a guy today called Big Taylor Taylor Pruitt, and his Love boy Taylor. was all over the place, and he his he got up and down. He goes, great five. I says, it wasn't really a great five, was it? <laughs> it was one great shot in there, but I says, not a great five. It wasn't five. a great five. Yeah, it was no. a very poor five and a very easy par four. But is this kind of idea that you hit this horrendous shot and somehow make par or bogey, and it's a great four or a great five? Um, Just a great shot, maybe. Great shot, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Good recovery. Mm. Uh, I had a, a situation last week, boys. This was bad. Four, four lads came in. Jay. Uh, Vince, Gooch, and Austin. And I thought being called Gooch was a really unfortunate name. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same in America, but we, we have yeah. a certain, certain thing we call a Gooch. Anyway, the, they're playing the big course. Six holes in, this guy called Jay is striping the ball. Lefty, striping it. You know what I mean? He's, he's two under par through seven, actually. Okay, pretty good. Drive at eight, it's fine. And then he he hits his next shot a little past the pin, and it's in a bunker, four or five feet inside the bunker. So he says, we get down to the, the bunker, and he says, okay, you're going to laugh at me, but I kind of want to putt that. So I did. I went and just handed him his sand wedge. He goes, no, I'm, no, my short game's awful. My short game's awful. I went, no, you're two under through seven, and you want to putt. I'm going, I can't see any. Chinks in the armor here. Maybe you. I, I, I thought he's. I thought his handicap genuinely was about four or five. Mm-hmm. And I just said, "Listen, dist- uh, sand controls distance." Blah blah blah. And I walk away, and I went, "Oh no, you're too experienced for this, Big G. I, I, you know, you're you're going to get <laughs> crucified here." And he ends up thinning it into a bunker on the other side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then he chunks it. Right. Then he right. then he thins Don't it over word, again. The yeah. Then, then the club, the best swing of the day, club just goes gone, not gone, but Up there. he had to go and walk after it. Neat. And after that, it was just it was over, done, game over, and just questioning yardages. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, hundred and eighty in, in a two club wind. Okay, let's play it two o five. Hits it two twenty five, and then goes. Oh no, I was never playing. I was never playing two hundred. I love those guys. I'm going. It wasn't okay. Well, if it wasn't playing 200, yeah, and your ball's going 225, and it was 178 actual. Well, what was it playing? Yeah, exactly. Doesn't this? Does you know? What I mean, it doesn't make sense. But uh, they were they were a good laugh, but he, potentially one of the worst short games I have ever seen. It's funny you say that because I have been on a streak of amazingly good players, like really good players. I caddied for uh, a plus six. He actually has Ooh, his Corn Fairy plus card. Six. He's a plus six. That's he has his thing. Corn Fairy card. His name's Derek Olin, and he's a really good player. He played, he doesn't have, he has his card, but he doesn't have status, so he's not getting into a lot of events. He got in one event this year, shot 76 the first round. I mean, totally out of it. Shoot 63 mm-hmm. the next day. Still misses the cut. He went 76, 60. Kids, he's a plus six, legit, can really play. And it was fun to watch. And a lot of, lot of other good players. This guy, but the reason I say your story really hit a nerve because I caddied in this NCGA tournament, Northern California Golf Association. It was a best ball tournament. These guys, and it's a, it's a championship at, mm-hmm. at, at Spyglass. It's a great tournament. 
And it's a premier championship in Northern California. These guys qualified in. They're probably the two oldest guys in the field. Chad Salter, guy I've carried for a number of times. He probably wasn't one of the older guys. He was 50, though. The other guy was 62 years old. Chad right. is a plus two. Legit. Mm-hmm. Can't ship. And when I say can't ship, I say can't ship. Oh, no. Can't ship. He hits greens or it's over. And mm-hmm. if he doesn't hit the green and he's in rough and he, he's like 30 yards from the hole, he has to putt the ball. He, he'll putt it from like through the rough 30 yards and really? well, good number of times he'll get up and down. Good number of times he can't chip. I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, you know, have you, have you, he's like, I'll go to the range and I'll, I'll hit every chip shot perfect. I come on the course, can't do it. And I've seen, I've seen guys who are, you know, scratch golfers plus one and they, some of them, you know, they chip one handed because they have the eps. He just can't chip and I've never seen anything like it. And his buddy, his buddy's played Spyglass like 500 times and uh, it was, it was, Fun caddying for him, but he he really wanted no help because he's played spy he's played spyglass five hundred times and think he knew every read. So he's trying to jump into like my guy Chad's read and mm. read his putts and stuff, and it just wasn't working. But anyways, fun times. But this guy literally couldn't ship, and they ended up uh, missing the cut by one. It was brutal. They both three jacked the last hole, eighteenth hole. They were both putting for birdie, and they both three jacked to miss the cut no. by one. And Crazy. Tyler, when I say Tyler, uh, can you hear me say Tyler or Taylor? I hear Tyler. Yeah, because Taylor, Taylor was giving me a hard time today going, who are you doing the podcast with? I said, with Tyler, and he went, who's what, Taylor? It kind of sounds <laughs> It kind of sounds similar. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you ever had the yips? Never had the yips. Never even close. You're, you're, yeah, your short yeah. game's pretty dialed in, isn't it? I've played do, with you before. Do you, I don't know why. Like, I, you're a good player. I look at some of these guys, like a guy wanting to putt out of a bunker, is absurd. Not necessarily, not always. Certain places that not, you can yeah, do. Yeah, 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 but not this where was you're not talking. This yeah, is not a situation. You, you have more room for error in the bunker. You know, you can hit a half inch behind it or an inch behind it. I'll just, ahead, I'll just learn more. how to do it. But what, yeah, like, learn how to do it. But yeah. that's the thing. Some people, they, they, like this guy I was talking to, Chad, he just couldn't chip, couldn't do it. He could he do, do it at the range. They bring it to the course and they, they have a mental block. It's, just, well, it's fascinating, really. My point is that if you're a good player, right? Can you ever see yourself being in that situation to have the yips with chipping or putting? Now you say with putting, and I, I do admit that there's been times where, you know, I'm thinking about the my hand in a relationship to the club face or something like that, and by God, that just opens up every time the putt <laughs> actually comes into play, especially if it's breaking away from you. So I guess it can happen, but it is a total mental fart. There's just... I don't know what's going on with those guys, and I feel really bad, actually. What's, I don't get it. What's I don't get it. I, I just, I, I watch this guy, and they all, people, so my advice to people is that the bad chippers are the ones that break the wrists. I feel as if you, you almost have to play it off the back foot, close the face, and punch the ball. Just start with that. You need to learn how to hit the that wrists. shot first, yeah, for sure. Start, you know, baby steps. No one, for sure. no one ran up Everest. Yeah. You know, small, small steps. It really, it, I feel like it's easy. You keep your hands in front of the club, you know, there's like a certain angle between your lead hand and the club, and that doesn't really change. And it's just a simple I'm with you. I'm, I'm the motion. same way, but a lot of these yeah. people can't do it because they, they never learned it, and they don't practice it. Practice is key. You have yeah. to practice that shot to master they, it. They didn't see the Phil, old Phil Mickelson episodes back in the day, huh? McPhil. Yeah. Well, they I tell you, good. Big Tony never saw it and, and doesn't, doesn't <laughs> see it. I, I worked with him. He's in the third hole. The guy has an absolute impossible chip, the most impossible. And he's he's not. He's a poor golfer. He's you know poor being very kind. And Tony says, "Land it in the rough right here." 
Like I'm talking like a side side angle, yeah. kicking it left to right, and the boy can hardly make contact. Yeah, and Tony's going club face first. To, Tony's giving him literally. A, 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 I'm going. He's trying like to just yeah, hit it in the green. Just go 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 way right. Just hit it in the green. I'm just thinking, dude, come on. Well, I've had I do that a lot thing. too. I do that a lot too, though. I try no. to give the player the proper area to hit the ball. No, I never. I, do. I do the same thing. I say, "Hey, just hit it here," and they're like, "Oh, you know what kind of player I am, right, Tyler?" I say, "Yeah," but it doesn't hurt to to just picture the best. Pop, I'm, shot I'm the absolute opposite. Would I go? <laughs> you know what? I I've, I recognize what your level is. We're going to try and make a double instead of a triple or a quadruple. Yeah, because I, you know, they're not I good do, enough. I do the same thing on the flip side of that too. Sometimes when they're like. Can you shoot this for me? And it's like 27 yards and 42 yards. I'm like, why are you having me shoot it when you can't? You're not even hitting the green from 27, 43 yards. Let's worry about hitting a general area before we worry about numbers. Because numbers from 28 to 43 yards, 47 yards, they don't matter for you. You need to just learn how to hit the ball. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what's so funny this week is we had a, a loop where Zabo's player had the worst grip I've ever seen. Uh, Will Bradford, love the guy. Nice lad, awesome guy, awesome. good lad. But he's 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 got the finger down, like you know how a lot of people putt with a right index finger for a right hander down the shaft, right? Well, he's doing that on the drive. So he, every every club in the bag, Dreadful. every club in the bag. So we, oh, eventually I watched I saw it, it the first day, and then I worked I with like, Gordon the second day, and I I, I kind of mentioned it to Greg McGeorge's playing partner, who I love, I've known for years. He's like, you know, he's done it for years. Let's not change it. I'm like, well, he's done it for years, but it's not the way to swing the golf club. He just can't swing the golf club with that grip. And finally, Gordon was like, dude, dude you, gotta, you I, need I to can't do this. It. And then you can't, you he can't. did it. And then I was like, now you need to get your left hand strong because you got a super weak grip and you're going to flare it off to the right. And we got his left hand strong. And the first drive he hit was compressed and pretty striped for him. It was, and he hit a lot of good shots the rest of the day. It was, it was fun to watch the progression. Then I yes. said, um, you're hitting the ball way right. Way right. Play for it. Go up the left side. Right. Oh, okay. I said, now you're going to start hitting fairways instead of hitting rough. Now we're, now, we're talking, well, now we're talking about a completely different game where you're hitting a ball off a fairway and not chopping out a rough. i got to be honest with you. I, um, I think I said, was it last episode or the one before where someone in a review said, oh, I'm really negative. This is where you'll see the real positive side of me because I love, I love caddying for high handicappers as yeah. much mm-hmm. as people. I almost prefer... <laughs> See, like a 24 handicapper that wants, I can turn them into 20, like in two or three, that guy yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's easy to help people like that because there's, Dude, there's he was, he was hitting he was hitting driver in a par three that's 165. Yeah, legit, if, if, if and it was right club. We could have had him hitting hybrid at that point. He was literally, after that, he's hitting 40 yards further. I love that. Like yeah. To me, that's, I don't care how bad someone is. If you're willing to learn, if you're going to trust us, because yeah. that's been a big thing over the last couple of weeks as well with me, is... At a situation where a guy just didn't trust me, and it was miserable for three days because he just doesn't he just doesn't get it, and yeah, it's not a know, good feeling. They need to realize we are in these places for you know you're you're five years in. How how many loops have you done in those five years? Probably less than a thousand still. But, yeah, but still uh, a thousand more than yeah. you know the, the chump you're carrying for. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and when he doesn't trust you, what does that bring out of you? It actually, if you have a situation, you I was talking to. Taylor today about this where you can start doubting yourself that happens that does happen yeah or you don't want to do well uh, actually my favorite <laughs> yeah. moment in that round though when we we were helping him out because he did have that one he had a 27 degree hybrid that it was his perfect <laughs> 150 club 
with his granny <laughs> finger, with the granny finger. And oh, he, he striped that every time with that. And then he striped a drive on, on 17 at the Wii course. And it was playing, it was playing like 140, 150. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, I'm like, all right. All right, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go back to the old swing with, with, with your granny finger on this club <laughs> oh. because you hit this well every time. And it, he just, he peered yeah. it every time. And yeah. Wow. His playing partner, Greg started laughing. He's like, I knew this was going to happen. And he used the old swing, put the granny finger down, absolutely striped it and put it on the green. Mm-hmm. You remember that? And he was so happy. And four putted. Awesome. Four putted. Yeah. No, he two hard. putty. He made par there. Yeah, that birdie. Yeah. Granny oh. finger. Why do you call it the granny finger? That's what it is. It's the granny finger. I, I right? used to use it putting, yeah. That's not recommended putting, though, is it? I, you know, I think, I think it can help a lot of people. Oh, yeah? I, can, I think it ho- helps hold the, the putter face more square for a lot of people. A lot of people are very, like you say, open or shut at impact. I think uh, for a lot of people, that granny finger stabilizes the putter. Mm-hmm. Unless they I get the granny finger yip, you know. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it or teach it personally, but yeah, yeah. it can work. But it definitely doesn't work on your driver or anything else. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Um, finish. I'm going to finish over one. If you if you get in to add, throw it in after this. Imagine an Italian from New York who works for the the New York Fire Department. Think about the stereotypical. Okay, got him in my mind. A guy I call Rob. He used to be a captain of the boats in the Hudson. Okay, that would fish people out or all that jazz. So, but just. Stereotypical New York Italian Italian fire department mafia hey. job. No, no, no. Just, just, just everything. Oh, I don't know. It's hard oh, to I describe. Know, I know. You yeah. know. You know. Oh, I know. So it's his first time playing the big course. He's now in the PGA program. He's an assistant at a place called Mutton Town. In, Is it uh, New Jersey? New Jersey. I, I, I'm not sure. It has maybe. to be New Jersey. Um, take it easy. Well. He, we get paired up with a, an Indian couple, like as you know, from you know, I don't know, they, they live in Birmingham, but they're originally from you know, welcome, welcome to Jakarta. Well, it, well I, I saw it straight away. I'm going, this is an absolute recipe for disaster. Yeah, uh, these people were clueless, I think they were in their 70s, they had no caddy and rental clubs. He was okay the first five or six holes, he wasn't playing great golf. You know, but he was on FaceTime and his wife and just loving it, soaking up. Mm-hmm. And then in the seventh, uh, the lady stood in his line. And that's when it started. <laughs> He's just like, these people, huh? <laughs> and I was like, dude, <laughs> just, 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 don't, don't let it get to you. Because, you know, I don't know. Our toleration of people is very, very high, I, I feel, you know, because yeah. of what we do. But uh, between taking selfies in his back line, you know, he's trying to hit a shot and they're right behind him. Uh, in his eye line the whole day. Uh, literally slogging it out, 17 shots to get to the green. Missing pots. Oh, will I go? You go, you know, the etiquette thing. Just yeah. just go, just someone go. Mm-hmm. And it just, he, he, he went silent. He went MIA for about four holes. And eventually on 16, I got a video of this. And... The lady, he, he was meant to play. You know, he's away. She's in a bunker on 16, closer okay. than him. Mm-hmm. He's about to hit his shot. She walks straight in front of him, <laughs> then goes into the bunker, but it's a really deep bunker, so she takes her time to get in the bunker. Takes three shots in the bunker. Before he hits. Oh, he's standing there, just crossed the arms, you know, just raging. You can, and wow. I'm, I'm saying to his, his playing partner, that, Charlie, that's with us, I'm going, I want, I'd love to get 
a penny for his thoughts right now. <laughs> you could see the steam coming out. And he, we're talking, I got the last minute. I think it was a three minute ordeal. Really? And she came out and went, oh, sorry. You know, and he's like, he just he, he playing horrible golf. He really let it got, get to him. And uh, finally in 18, I think she or he hit a putt. Oh, he, he stood in, the, 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 the man, the gentleman stood in his line. Again. And he's like, hey, hey, listen, you're stepping in my line. You got to watch when you're, when you're around the greens to ste- not step in people's lines, okay? Huh? And On the got, 18th hole, oh, yeah, figure that out. And then, then the, oh, it was actually in 16, the lady, you know, she's putting for 37 and he just swiped it away. He's like, Good that's enough him. of that. Yeah, We've had yeah, enough yeah, of that. Yeah. Get it out uh, of here. And they were clueless. They had the best day of their lives. Yeah, good for Completely them. Completely clueless. So, Rob, you were an absolute star. <laughs> but you know what's so funny? The following day, we go to the wee course. We have one other guy with us, our two, and the third. He did all that stuff to the other guy. <laughs> yeah, he stepped in his line. <laughs> he, no, he, was, he was talking on the phone, this yeah. guy's backswing, telling oh. jokes. Oh. Was that guy getting upset at him? He, he was not. Was, yeah. There was a guy called Mark from Chicago, but lives in Scottsdale now. He was super chill. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, that, that was amusing. But you could just you could just tell. No, doing this for so long, you just know this is going to end yeah. very badly. Oh yeah, uh, be entertaining. The last two weeks, I've had so many people as well that they just golfers are delusional about their game. No, oh, super delusional. It's unbelievable. I, it's just getting so annoying. They maybe shot seventy five at their home course in nineteen ninety nine, so that's yeah. the base level that they think they're at, and it's it's just golfers, boys. Amateurs, girls, you're not as good as you think. Not even close. Yeah. And if you had the best round of your life last time you played, or last time you played this course, just settle in. Yeah, just have fun. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be way worse. Don't worry way about worse. your score. Um, I would say that a lot of people have been texting me about. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll make, I'll mention that in the next part. We're gonna take a wee break, and then we're gonna go into a number of things that Tyler wants to challenge myself and Zabo on. Sure. Yeah, yeah. This is excellent. I'm looking forward to this. Me too. Let's go. Four. I was talking about the YouTube stuff, but I still haven't posted the the video of the mermaid. Oh yeah, um, you gotta post that. A lot I of do. people have been asking about. I've been that. very, very busy. Uh, I've been very, very busy since the last episode, so I just haven't had time. I'm also I'm, I'm kind of over Instagram. Uh, I think it's trash. Well, are we going to talk about you at? Are we going to talk about Twitter. your uh, your uh, Twitter explode? You had a little viral post go. I did go a little the, nuts the on Twitter. Them. I, I sent, yeah, I, I, I my three hundred and fifty followers because I, I hate Instagram. I hate the you know Facebook and all that rubbish, and the algorithm and stuff. They really do. They they, they muzzle you, right? Mm. And I just you spend all this time in posts and stuff, and it's a waste of time. Uh, so only a very small fraction of the people that follow you ever see it so i went you know what elon musk just bought twitter i'm gonna put a wee bit more time into that so i took some photos of one of the greens that's getting redone at the big course and i thought maybe i'll get four or five comments from my 350 followers and it exploded he put the right hashtags on it and who reposted it matt janella who's got a bunch of followers he does uh-huh. a pretty large podcast himself and then Riggs from barstool sports who's got a huge following Ooh, big time and all of a sudden bam golf.com Jeez. yahoo sports it was mental Yahoo sports. hundreds of thousands of impressions right no, it, I was, mean, it was yeah. it was six hundred thousand. yeah i mean it's in in the twitter your Twitter account has grown yeah, it's exponen- doubled. It's exponentially doubled. From, doubled. Yeah. But here's here's a sad thing, right? That's really boring, in my opinion, right? It's a really boring post. 
Well, it got people. Well, hopefully, it draws people to the podcast. Hopefully, Hasht- we get we're having some new listeners well, we listening do. to this yeah. podcast. From but hash, hashtag mermaid man is is so much better, right? It's and it's, it'll, it'll, it'll probably get about 12, 12 impressions. But um, you got to post that video. Bro. I will. You I will. If, you, if you're not currently following, uh, there is a Twitter, there is an Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, TikTok, whatever they are. Glorified donkey, right? Just yeah. say up glorified donkey. Yeah, you're busy and, and, and give it a follow. However, I got so many comments, Zabo, about your hole-in-one that does not count. What? You did? Cho and Chang both text me. Oh, come on, Cho. Oh. Come on, Chang. Brian Kelleher doesn't, doesn't count. Justin Wallace doesn't count. So many messages on Twitter, Instagram, They're emails. They're And they said, your wee 42-yard hole-in-one in a pitching pot does not count. I hit a tee shot from the tee markers and it went in the hole. That's a one on the scorecard. So I've always thought this. How about this? Imagine you're caddying for someone at the big course. We get to seven, par three. They say, hey, Tyler, caddies, get a club. Mm. You knock it in the hole. Does it count? Whoa, this no. happened. This happened no. to a, this happened to a caddy at Spyglass Hill. Under, yeah, I'm not going to say his name, but this happened. He was playing, he was caddying for these two women. And it was just, it was like a corporate event or something. And there was, there were just the two, two of them. And they were like, oh, hit a shot, hit a shot for us. And. He's like, no, 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 I can't. And then he, they're like, no, nobody's out here. Hit a shot for us. Hole in one. They start going nuts. Oh, ah! And the caddy's like, no, 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 let's be quiet. I'll get fired <laughs> if they know I hit a golf shot. And it's like, yeah, can't count that. I used to hit gut shots all the time. I still do sometimes. Once yeah. in a while. I yeah, mean, if certain it. groups. To- actually, Tony Malokas and I have, have a husband and wife we caddy for. Every time we go at that, the week course on the uh-huh. 15th hole, they, uh, they hand us the they they take the bags off our shoulders and we give them our bibs and they put our bibs on them for that hole. Tony and I play that hole. And Tony usually dribbles one into the water and I put it in his pot. He, he yeah. should put it in the hill. That, that hole probably Actually, takes no, twenty three minutes. Yeah. He hit a great shot last time and made birdies. So mm-hmm. good for you, Tony. But yeah, it's it's you get groups like that. Well, how about that? Okay. Well I'm asking I'm, I'm gonna ask Tyler the question. Yeah. If if you're caddying for me and I say, Hey, par three, hit a shot. You hit a shot and you hole it, does it count as a hole in one? I don't think so. If you're not playing a round does. of golf, correct? Really? And what do you yeah, think? Do, do you think, think so. Zab? Do you, think, you just mentioned that you'd hole in one in a 205 yard, 215 yard par three. You hit five iron, spun it in the hole. The Zabo's 42 yard oh, effort. On. Of course, he's going to on a place that, that he plays yeah. every single day. By the way, doesn't count, does it? So the caveat is, if you don't have any real hole in ones, uh-huh. then you have a nice hole out on a 43 yard. Exactly. Part three. I got a one but on the scorecard. But not card. quite hole dash in dash one. No, you're right. Absolutely. Well, if I play more golf, I'll have more home ones. Do you know at Turnbury, we had a little par three course down below the hotel. I played it a thousand times. I used to have home ones there. Never counted them. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Time to move on. Tyler's been listening for three years and... There's a number of things that we've mentioned, spoken about, that you want to challenge us on. Start, kick off, number one. So most recent was from last podcast, you guys proclaimed disc golf is not golf. Correct. It's not golf. It's not golf. What else do you say? Just that it's total trash sport and garbage? No, 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 You can have fun throwing a disc into a basket, but that's not golf. It's throwing 
Throwing yep. a frisbee into a basket. Uh, so. Just this before you go on this past week, I see this little YouTube video that pops up in mine, uh, my feed for my whatever, and it's uh, Novak uh, Jockstrap and Maria Sharapova, and it says uh, playing tennis bowling. Oh, huh? right? Huh? Right? And I went, oh, tennis bowling. But what they're doing is they're trying to knock Skittles down with tennis balls. So basically, all they're skills? doing is the yeah, yeah, the skittles. You know the the yeah. candies. The, no, no skills. Yeah, skills. skills. We call them skittles in the UK. Uh, yeah. The pins. The pins. Oh. The pins. So basically, what anybody it is anybody in America who <laughs> listens to this podcast who just skittles? heard you say was thinking the same thing. I was like, what are you talking about? They're hitting skittles. Sounds like a skittles commercial. Make we have rainbow, you know skittles. We have a bunch of listeners in New Zealand, Australia, well, Canada, the UK. You, but our American friends did not. So they're they're hitting tennis balls at skittles at, at pins, pins at pins. So basically, it's just target practice, right? Then they go in the golf course, and they're hitting to a par three, just tennis, tennis. under underarm smash. They're hitting it. tennis balls and trying to hit them into golf holes. Yeah, to, golf. to a to a golf hole to get it closest. Gotcha, gotcha. It doesn't doesn't constitute golfing. So that's mm. you know, disc golf is not golf. I guess you guys can can get me all day long on this uh, definition of what golf is, but from from the high view, you know, you are walking across a piece of land trying to get your object into a target. Your ball, golf ball. Yeah, if you're playing ball golf, you uh, <laughs> ball. I'm golf. here to tell you that disc golf offers almost. Let's say, let's just say, it offers all the same mental and physical challenges. Wow, that you get really. I'd say almost. I'm pretty much. Yeah. Listen, do you, so do you play it like frequently? Like that's a thing you do. I love disc golf. Really? I think I'm. I might might be like a well, four or five handicap. But really? I do. I play in some tournaments and stuff like that. Wow. But uh, at a certain level, you know, you are de- you have a stroke developed, a throw. Yeah, that, yeah. That you try and repeat, and you fail a bunch, and that's frustrating. So it's very much like the golf swing. Um, you're throwing your disc, or just like you. Th- Send your ball out into the the stratosphere, into out, out into the reality. Bangs trees, does all kinds of unexpected things, gets lifted by the wind. So the frustration—that's where the mental challenges come in. They're all there. Mental challenges. Go, go and study physics. Well, well explain it, it to me because so, there's there is there there's different like they have drivers right for there are drivers that goes further like a disc that goes they, further. They definitely have drive. ones that go further, and, and they, they have part, they're like part every every hole or do they call it holes? They do. Yeah. And is there parts? You have par like a par two, par three, par four. Yes. So wow. in the past, it's been almost all par threes. Gotcha. And now that the game has progressed, since COVID, it's more than doubled, just because people had nothing to do and they yeah, wanted to get yeah. outside. But as it's progressed, now there's par fours, par fives. I think they have a, a real deal course is about a par sixty-seven or something. So so they're they're probably they, wrong. They but. set them up as eighteen-hole courses typically. Yes. Yep. Yep. Wow. And they had they and, have quite a few courses in the Monterey Bay area, don't they? It's grown like crazy. Every yeah. every single town has a club that is trying to take over, just like golf, all this unused space, yeah. you know, that nobody else wants. Unused say, space in California is yeah. called housing yeah, development. Typically. So they have a Frisbees, not just distance control, you know, but mm-hmm. um, ones that you th- if you throw perfectly flat, this one will go straight and then take a left. This other one will go right. Really? And this other one will go straight, and some of them have like S curves. So wow. in ball golf, while, once you hit the shot, 
you have a pretty good idea of exactly what the ball is going to do for the rest of the flight. You're like, okay, that thing's drawing. You know, it's going to land over there. I see it. With a Frisbee, you throw it, and since there's all those other variables, it is more in, engaging, more enchanting in the sky because you don't know what's going to happen every once in a while. You know, like, is yeah, that thing going to yeah. come back? Is it going to come back? And then boom, it does. Or boom, it doesn't. It takes away. So it captures the fascination. This is a little more. I'm interested. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, interested. Maybe oh, there could be, oh. is there caddy opportunities in this game? Maybe we can start being disc golf oh, caddies. So a couple so. years ago, <laughs> the, the Tiger Woods of disc golf got a 10 year, $10 million contract. What? Yeah. The, the it's next, only a million a year. Come on. That's true. Down, that's true. Still, that's yeah. pretty good. Taxed. Ta- well, and that wasn't the best, you know, I hope they can renegotiate because the next best player just got a four year, $4 million contract. And not everybody's talking about their contracts yet. So it's kind of a lot of people are in the dark, but hopefully they bring them out okay. and that'll help grow. Maybe, so there maybe, might be some caddy opportunities. Yeah. And maybe the Saudis will jump in and start throwing some money at this golf, you know? Uh, so when I was at school, high school, you guys call it, back home, we just call it school. And you and I your Skittles, to, yeah. Used to Go eat ahead. a lot of apples. Okay. So a bunch of my mates. Apples being the fruit, are we talking about? Yes. Yeah, check. <laughs> Touche. Hey, what Zambo's on one today? He's, 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 he's well, not. I, I never know. You said Skittles. Skittles are bowling pins, apparently. He's, Skittles are candy. In, in he's US. not worked for two days, and he's, I know, he's getting all the Italians coming out. Him. <laughs> Unbelievable! Jeez, oh, I'll tell you what. Bear attack. Um, I used to eat a lot, lot of apples, right? So the reason for the apples was I would eat the apple and hand the cores for my mates to throw at people. It's a Scottish thing, right? It's yeah. a Scottish thing. Yeah. You guys, you know, it just there wasn't much for us to do. So <laughs> some guys would say, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next. So I would I would literally go through ten or twelve apples in a fifteen minute break. I just go and some guys would say, Leave a little weight on it, right? So don't eat the whole thing round. Wow. Leave you know, and the guys knew what they wanted to throw. Well, I once threw this thing. And my mate was coming out, it was lunchtime, so there was only two of us in the bench, and it was about, I'd say, 70 yards from from where this guy was coming out the dining hall. <laughs> his name was Dave. And I saw him with his hands in his pockets, Prime and he target. walks out, oh, oh, I went, oh, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I went, watch this, donkey. And I just threw this laser beam. Right at And him. as it's halfway, about maybe three quarters of the way there, it's coming down, I shout, Dave! <laughs> And, he, and his head looked up and it hit him square between the oh, eyes, right? No. Okay, that is not apple golf, right? It's just good that's fun. Better. That's just, it's just good fun. fun but yeah. I, and I, I, I love to throw food, mm. but to call it golf, I'm sorry. It's not golf. It's a different sport. It's just, just frisbee. It's, you know, it's, it's called ultimate frisbee was, was the one when they had it on the full football field, correct? It's a team sport, yeah. Ultimate frisbee. Just like, call it, yeah, just call frisbee it team frisbee. Sounds fun. Nothing, it does sound the, fun, but I'm with you. It's not golf. Just leave golf. There's only one golf. You ever, you ever, you ever take a frisbee to the face? No. I took one at the bridge of the nose once. <sighs> not fun. Like it's a not plastic nothing, frisbee. Yeah, nothing yeah. ultimate. But you mm. do have different clubs. Or sorry, <laughs> clubs. Different, yeah. different discs. Sounds like golf. And and you want to see the real hardcore guys that play disc golf? They walk around and they get their satchel and oh, different God. slots for them. And oh, here we go! This is the golf bag all over again. Like you don't need different slots, bro. Just have one slot for all yeah. your. Uh, do they? What do they call them? Do they call them discs or they call them, call them clubs? Discs. Yeah, yeah, they have drivers, fairway drivers, mid ranges, putters. So there's yeah. not putters. A fi- it's not a fairway driver. That's the thing. You're you're using you're cross cross dressing language. 
I know it's California. You can cross dress, and, and what's, what's they the, love it, but yeah, identify. Wow. I'm fascinated. What, what's the principle? What's the principle no. behind a putter? Like, is the putter supposed to fly the straightest? Yes, yes. Uh, unless you throw it as hard as you can, you might. You're capable of overpowering it. There's basically this the the rate of speed that the velocity that you throw it, and then there's also the RPMs that you have on it, and it's kind of those two things wow. combined that indicate how it flies. You know, so we might. Wow. So. If, the putters can't handle too many RPMs. We'll dude, so this is no, this oh, is they'll only go two hundred feet instead of a driver maybe goes four hundred. That feet. dude they You're gave ten million dollars to. I guarantee there's some sort of TrackMan sort of apparatus. For, I, I guarantee there's got to be a TrackMan oh, sort of apparatus for the disc golf to tell you the RPMs and the flight and the, the yeah. distance. This is oh, man. listen, listen. If there's I'm any curious. disc golfers <laughs> out there or people that throw frisbees and you think it's a sport, please email. Oh, God's got it coming podcast at glorifiedonkey.com I think it's I'm not taking away from the fact that you can throw you know a frisbee a long way and with skill but it's not golf um, so you know Zabo wants to play it listen Co- I'm curious our, our boy Kodiak would happily go out with us oh, is he or, a with a video no he just likes video and he, he no. would take the drone out we can go and play we can do well, a video there you go let's do it but Tyler you got some uh discs that we could got put a, let's got go play oh he's, oh, he's probably go. got 14 sets <laughs> yeah. yeah 14 sets okay so you think it's golf no zabo's now halfway through he's oh he's in, and he's i he's coming around still, i'll play but i'm not gonna call it golf i'd rather throw apple course there you go <laughs> okay it sounds at like humans. you're good at it or, i want to hit a human and hurt somebody i gotta i gotta tell you a story right i don't know my <laughs> when, I, when i lived in aberdeen northeast of scotland i've always this thing for when i was growing up my older brother and me used to like to burn things we're pyromaniacs that sounds about right as i grew older i, I like to throw food as you grow older <laughs> right? yeah yeah as so, you mature yeah. you got out of the <laughs> I out of the looks good i can throw it so yeah. i lived in, i lived in aberdeen and i lived in the second floor so ground first second floor i used to throw food i used to throw tea bags at the wife when she went to work in the morning I, and i just your wife yeah well um, mushrooms were quite good. Any any rotten food, I would throw at people out the window. Well, there was this car that always used to double park right outside my apartment. No, easy target, right Smart outside the flat. Target. So I used to throw food at it because I was just going. This guy gets tickets all the time. Have I ever told you this story? No. no? Well, the best type of food was like a heavy, almost rotted pepper. That was good because it had. <laughs> It had splatability and it also had weight because you want to get something with weight behind it, of not too dry because it would fly up in the wind. It's, like, it's just the same as disc golf. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I used to get these things called a shoe bun, which was like a pastry with chocolate on top but filled with cream, whipped cream. So it had really good weight to it. So you, you didn't get these pastries to eat. You got them for just strictly No, fried. they were. I, yeah, in, in the UK, you can go to like uh, Morrison's and Tesco and uh, Asda. And th- as on the stuff that's going to go out of date, so it's, you know, fresh stuff. As, as it gets closer to the best before or yep. sell by, they reduce the price. Yeah, absolutely. So something that used to cost a pound at nine o'clock in the morning by nine o'clock at night, I could get it for five pence. Gotcha. So I get a couple of those. Not sure what that means. Five pence, ten, yeah. ten cents, right? Oh, cheap. A dime. A dime? dime, yeah. So I would take them up, you know, put them in the fridge and have target <laughs> practice. So I used, I used to pepper Freezer. this guy's... I used to pepper this guy's car. Like, I literally... It was, you know, just down below. 
I used to absolutely annihilate the car for about a year and a half. I used to just throw food at it. <laughs> and eventually, and he, he used to have a ticket in his car every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I thought wow. he must work for the city and he, he doesn't have to pay the tickets. So I'm about to move to America and I saw him. And I, I remember walking past his car and I'm going, this guy does not clean the car. I can see peppers and, and you know, in the wing mirror and the corners and the creases. There, was, there, was, there was dried cream. What a, and there's nothing better than a splat. And uh, eventually saw him one day. I knew I was moving to America. I went, hey, listen, what's your name? He goes, my name's Nicky. I went, oh, Nicky, listen, do you work for the city? He goes, why? No. I went, well, oh, for two and a half years I lived here. I never told him that I'd, I was the one that thrown food at his car, right? Okay. <laughs> but he said, he said, uh, I said, you got all these tickets. And he, and he worked at the radiology place and get paid really good money. And he said, I sometimes have to fly up to the hospital. So I just take the ticket. Wow. It's worth it. Crazy. But the bottom, the bottom line is, yeah. the, the, I'm, not, I'm not claiming food golf. Right. <laughs> That's I guess the bottom line. <laughs> there's, only, there's only one golf. You get the smallest ball, the largest field. Correct. You know, correct. So, small hole. It, yeah. Okay, next next point of contention, right? That you want to talk to us about, Tyler. I forget. I feel like we have so well, many. I, I'll bring no. it up because yeah. you you came in. You here. mentioned David Frost. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. And we were like, what? You, you like? I can defend David Frost because that guy. Let Let's hear it because I think he's indefensible. Let's hear your David Frost defense. Well, to be honest, I last time you guys talked about him, you mm-hmm. caddied in the same group as him, and it sounded like you came around. Oh no no no! I I I was impressed how he shot sixty eight in the first day. Oh yeah! And I looked at him. I went. I looked at my player. and I went. He looks not bad for his age. Right. And I looked up and I realized he was fifty six or something. <laughs> I, th- I was like, I thought he was sixty eight. That is true. I was he like, he's, oh, he's he looks rough. Yeah. But he is the biggest prick in like talk about bell ends. He makes Ian Poulter look like my best mate. <laughs> oh, maybe so. When I caddied for him, I was very fresh eyed. It was like my first year. Oh, you caddied for him. I caddied for him for a. Whatever tournament the old guys come and play out here. <laughs> the the actual champions tour event? Yeah. Wow. No, the pier, that's what it is. The pier. I was out there, yeah. I got some little wee shlom, came and took some pictures of me. We were all excited about wow. it. So, anyways, I was more in the mindset of just absorbing over the greatness from this guy and the greatness. The greatness. Oh, wow. David, like, Frost. David Frost. <laughs> He's got thirty career wins worldwide. That's that's true. True. Oh, true. Fred Couples has something like sixty five career wins. But when you start taking I mean, out the money games on a Wednesday night oh, and, and the what do they call them? The um the skins games. He won like twenty five skins games. Fred Couples won twelve thirteen PGA tour events of one of was the Masters. So David Frost, you know, we, we, he's a yeah. hell of a player, though. I mean, he was in his day. He was he, he was, was a never player. a solid player. But, but so so yeah. you enjoyed your time with Frosty? Not exactly. He was very <laughs> very demanding. I I picked him up from his house in Carmel. So I drove over, grabbed him. Smell like a winery when you picked him up. <laughs> <laughs> he smelled actually pretty good. I, he's very. I think he's experienced at masking that. Like yeah, he yeah. definitely just came out of the shower. He looked like. He came out. He was at the winery last night. Yeah, drinking yeah. his own his own wine. Yeah, but uh, he's the only so he one. Had me had me take him to the golf course about an hour before he's going to go to the range. You know, he goes to his eat his nice food, whatever they give him, while I go get my McDonald's yeah. and uh, donuts <laughs> from the caddy hospitality. Sit around forever for the guy, and then we just have a normal round of golf. He's like in control of his environment, and so caddies are funny, right? I think maybe this is normal because I'm. I used to try and be competitive, right? Golfer. Mm-hmm. So 
so I'm just watching him. So he's very particular. For example, while we're at Poppy Hill, this is our first day with him. There's some other caddies in the group, and they're like you guys. They're like, oh, this guy's an asshole. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna see. We're gonna. Walk. I think I know who they are. This is gonna be funny. This is what happens. We're standing. We're in the fairway. He's got 150, and I'm kind of standing pretty close to right behind the ball. And I think I, I scope it, and I'm kind of standing there. He goes, move over. And he has me take two steps to the right so that he could stand right behind the ball, you know? Because he wants to stand right behind the ball, visualize it, picture it, talk about the number, and pull a club from me and walk straight to it. He needs to be standing right behind the ball. So in that time, I'm standing there. He goes, move over. The other two caddies in the group go, oh, he, he, he told him to move over. It's like, like it was a big freaking deal. I'm like... I don't care. Like this is yeah, fine. Yeah. I'll move He's over. Got his, the guy. His He's got his particularities. Yeah, and you're absolutely right about. So we're at the putting green. There's 20 people just standing dead quiet because they're actually scared this guy is going to pop off. And there's somebody walking 60 yards away. Just a lady like walking her dog. Stop now, hey, please, please. Wow. He always says, please. Um, That's a good but, South African. Uh, please, please, please. But he's he's overall treating me pretty well. After the rounds, we have to go to Golf Mart because the tour truck or van was broke down every single day. We went to Golf Mart, and I stood around in there for like an hour and a half. And what did he get? His shafts changed every single day. Different shafts. <laughs> what? Every single day. Oh, he had no new way. shafts every day. Every single day, at least in one club. I think he he rocked three different shafts in the during the practice round slash tournaments, and then. Uh, how did he? How did he play during the tournament when you came for him? First round, a uh, bogey-free four under. At, wow, at the big course. Okay, and his wife came up to us right when we got done. He probably hit sixteen greens, you know. Uh huh. And she said, "You need to tell him to putt better." <laughs> oh, right wow, that. Yeah. that is awesome. I'll, I'll but, get straight on that, sweetheart. Yeah. 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 Okay. But he didn't like the way I, I cleaned the grips on his clubs, and oh, um, for crying out loud, he didn't like the way you cleaned his grips. Grips, and so. We get to done with the first hole, and I'm like sitting there. I'm kind of cleaning the grip like I normally do. And he goes, "No, no, no!" He grabs it. He puts it between his legs, and he grabs it, and he squeezes it, and he's boom, stroking it. He goes, "As hard as you can, as hard as you can." That's how you do it, right between his legs. Oh my god, too good, frosty. You're not even joking. You're not even joking. No, no, no. As hard as you can. Wow. What? Frosty. So, so that was glorious. But oh, um. Man. Okay, so four under. I, I want to know how the tournament went. How did he? What? How did he finish? How did he play? Then the next day, he probably didn't make a birdie. <laughs> Maybe shot like six or seven over. Just pretty poor. I can't remember if there's a cut or not. Probably not. Right? No, 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 no. There's, it, there's not. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't think there is. So the last day, he hadn't asked me for a read or anything. So he, he I just help him with the numbers. Right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, this was kind of funny. So we're on hole eleven at the big course. He had, he's, this is our second round, and he so he had the good first round, still kind of had it going, and he hits this terrible shot, almost in this left bunker, like 200 yards from the green on the hole 11 that oh, you guys really? know about. That, barely, oh, wow. Barely clears it, and I checked the sprinkler head that would be in front of us, about 20 yards, nothing. Next one, nothing. And this guy, you know, he's on you. You got to make yeah, sure yeah, you're, yeah, you're there yeah, in time. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I, I checked the book, and I get the number from the top of that bunker yeah. to the front edge of the green. I walk that, because that's only 15 steps or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
okay, Logical. this is what it, he goes, how'd you get that? I was like, that bunker right back there. He goes, no, 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 go get a marker. <laughs> so I paced off probably 45 paces up to the next wow. marker. Wow. That'll so, not do. Get a marker. What a wanker. It was the same number. Like, okay. Total yeah. end. Uh, we have to move on to notable mentions, boys. We're going to move on. The other thing was the, you want to talk about, you're going to have to come back on. Okay, so we'll do this at the studio where you can talk about and do the visual of oh, Aimpoint. The, Aimpoint, because you were you love Aimpoint. Love it. Oh yeah, we haven't discussed yeah, Aimpoint ne- yet. Next time, next yeah. time we have to move on to notable mentions, boys. Zabble, I got a shout out uh, my good buddy Chad Salter. It was good to see him caddy for in that NCGA tournament. Great time, uh, Greg McGeorge. Great to see you. Well, Bradford. We made some improvements out there. It's going to get better even next time. Give hope, me a shout. I hope he paid you like a thousand bucks because that changed his life. He, uh, I was very happy at the end of the week. Okay. And cool. uh, I also got a shout out, uh, Bill Bronstein, who just uh, texted, he's loving the podcast. He's a guy I've caddied for a number of times and good mm-hmm. to hear from you, Bill. Um, I got a bunch of guys I got to talk to or say hello to. Connell Milligan, remember him? Connell. Connell Milligan. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Connell. You were well, upset at me. Connor, Connell Milligan. Uh, his... You you thought his name was made up? It did sound. He I've somewhat, never heard of a Connell. He also said your your part your hole in one doesn't count. Easy now, there, Connell. And uh, he he said, how can he think that my name's made up? But it's not. You know what his nephew's called? He's called Connell. His nephew's called Donald. Donald. <laughs> yeah. So Donald that really is, sounds made up, Connell. Donald is a Donald and Connell Milligan. They're at our glass, and he's his nephew Donald. Is 17, 18 years old. He's just become a caddy at our glass. So if oh, anyone nice. is heading out there, you know, contact okay, Donald. Me and we'll hook you up with Donald and maybe even Connell. Go for a pint. Also, a Ralph Waldlaw. He uh, he started following Twitter. I was talking to him this week. He used to carry Carnusty, Carnasty yeah. for 10 years. Great golf course. And hopefully he's got some good stories to, to send in for episode number 100. A David Jones from Oklahoma. DJ. I told you about this guy. He's going to be on one of the next podcasts because he play, has played every golf course in Oklahoma and then he wants to, this year, he's trying to play every, before November, before his 50th birthday, he wants to play a golf course in every state. Wow. Mm. And there's several courses, I think it's 10 states left and we'll have a chat with him and we're going to try and see if we can Pod, did, podcast where, listeners will take him out on certain courses. I don't know what it is yet. Oh well, man, I want to. I want to know the states that he hasn't played. The states. I know for a fact that we can get people to help oh, for him out. Sure, for and it would sure. Be a really good story. So, uh, David Jones. Uh, he's married to an Aussie, and we also have a William Brown, known as Rusty Brown. He was out here this weekend. Uh, His from, name's Rusty Brown. He's known as Rusty Brown. William Brown. He's a lawyer from Mississippi. Mississippi. M i s s i s s i p p i. He used to live there. You did? Yeah, isn't that shocking? Yeah. You used to live in Mississippi. I was, I was like two years old, but yeah, I lived That's there shocking. for two years. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, okay. My dad okay. was in the military. We were in Biloxi. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Yeah. Mississippi. How long? A year? Two? Two years. I was born in Cleveland, and then we moved uh, to Miss Biloxi, Mississippi. Jeez, you are a real mutt, aren't I you? I really am, yeah. Uh, I got an email from a guy that writes blogs for the website, glorifieddonkey.com, and... Uh, his name is um, Billy Owens. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> a bit of a brain fart <laughs> there. Billy is a former fire department um, New York guy. and This isn't the same guy we were just talking about, right? They're different guys. Different this guy's more chill. He's not Italian. Billy is so chill. Billy's so chill. He's lovely. 
and he sent me a story that I found on ESPN. Man fulfills fantasy football wager by entering US Open qualifier and shooting 112. Oh yeah, that was yeah. all over Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, okay. well, I, I don't I don't do them, but yeah. basically this guy they, they're in a fantasy football league. Yes. Which is the same as the Premier League if you're, you know, not familiar with American football and the loser has to do US Open qualifying, but they enter him as a pro. You have to. So they don't have to question the index, yeah. The index. yeah. And but I shot don't, 40 pros, over par. <laughs> that's, yeah, the pros, you're going to say poor guys? No, no, no. The, the, the pros don't have to, you're not, you don't have, you're not required to enter an no. index as no. a pro? No, no. no. but you don't, you don't have to prove. Gotcha. You yeah, just yeah. put yourself as a pro. Yeah, because right. you have to have like uh, less than a two or something, right? Or a three point uh-huh. something to. to so. But the, the other guy, he's at, he, was, he was five over through two and the other players thought there's something fishy going on here because he'd gone to the wrong hole to start yeah yeah and but apparently he was very respectful of the other players but that's, yeah he was apologetic he was like oh, man i didn't want to do this but we have I to for fantasy football uh, his name was uh eckert needless John to say eckert, so the usga will be sending him a letter yeah he's <laughs> well, good for them um and we also have so uh, billy he's watched his 401k just you know pitter away in the stock market lately so he's, he's as we yeah. all have yeah. he, he's working away he's now at captain scotty's fishing charter little river south carolina myrtle beach area so you can find him in fishbooker.com so he's basically a caddy so is he like a, he's a first mate for a sports fishing charter i think no he's captain he's oh he's the captain he's the captain Oh, Billy, I'm coming to South Carolina. Um, Does he uh, say what he's so fishing for? Is if, he? If you're in Myrtle Beach playing golf, need a break from golf, give him a call. Fishbooker.com. His name's Billy Owens. Nice lad. Captain Scotty's Fishing Charter, Little River, South Carolina. And it was funny, I was talking to him yesterday and he, he started talking about, oh, with these guys from such and such and we could just tell away, we weren't going to waste any fuel going for the good stuff, we could tell yeah, we're going to yeah. get stiffed. And, oh, I said, listen, you're basically a fishing caddy now. It's yeah. brilliant. You know, I used to do that. That's what, Remember we talked about the whole bananas on boats thing? Remember yeah. that the whole thing you didn't believe me about throwing bananas in the water is oh, bad yeah, luck for yeah. fishing? That's yeah, right. that's where I got it from. I oh, used to do a little that. first mate on a sport fishing charter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to say hello to Robert Bowyer from Dallas. He sent me a bunch of stuff from the Byron Nelson. He was out there watching that. Nice. Uh, Bobby. Uh, hope you're well, Bobby. Speak to you and, and hopefully see you soon. And also Chang, right? Who was not a fan of your your uh, hole in one. Whatever, Chang. Myself and a couple of the boys are heading up to play some golf this coming week. And on the way home, we're looking for a game of golf. So he plays at Coyote Creek, which oh, is yeah. you know an hour from here up the road. And I said, "Listen, how late can we play there? Can you help us out?" He says, well, you know, you have twilight after, this is the rate, like 58 bucks or whatever, after 2 o'clock, and then after 4 o'clock it's, you know, 40 or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, hey, listen, well, you can get it's a free round. You know, put, use some influence. Yeah. You're South Korean. Exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah, I, I get a $3 discount. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm thinking, he, it was 30. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Thinking you got some pool. Mm-hmm. And I went three. Did you miss the zero? Yeah. He went no. A three dollar, three dollar. <laughs> just going. Thanks, bro. To the car. Yeah. Three dollars. You know what? Yeah. Save it for a, a tall boy. Yeah. 
I thought that was ridiculous. Though. That's pretty funny. A three dollar discount for for that's shocking. Well, on fifty eight dollars, yeah. what's the percent? That's like fifteen twenty percent, right? Twenty uh, percent yeah, almost. On what? Well, no, 52? it's oh yeah, yeah, no thirty. Didn't you say it's thirty after? I four? thought I thought thirty eight. It was forty, fifty eight, forty eight, whatever it is. It's, yeah. it's like minuscule. Be it's like ten percent on thirty eight. Yeah, I tip. I tip the the cart guy more than <laughs> I that. Know, three bucks. Mm-hmm. Three bucks. Come on, uh, Tyler. Uh, who who who? Your shout outs. Probably everyone in the world of disc golf. Probably. <laughs> oh, you took it out of my mouth. Uh-huh. Frosty, everybody everybody Frosty from the disc sure. golf world, right into Gordon. Tell him how great uh, how disc much- golf is. Can't wait. Tell them how cool the people are in the community. Oh, man. Oh, Much geez. better than this. How, how, how bleak it is. You know, let me shout out to the people I catted for yesterday, the Webs, the mother, father. I thought uh, he was going to say somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> mother, father. <laughs> <Really wet. laughs> you gosh darn mother, father. <laughs> no, no. I caddied for the mom and the daughter, and shout out to caddying for the ladies. They're, nice. Uh-huh. They're just so fun and uh, also competitive you know they don't they want to play it where it lies and put everything out so that's fun that's uh, fun what, what, that. they out webs. what they don't know won't hurt them uh, anyone else any caddies that you want to say hello to i'll see you guys out there say hello to all of them when i see you okay. Okay. Back. beautiful well listen uh tyler thank you very much for your time we'll have you back sure. to talk about that nonsense of the aim point aim point which we just I don't know myself and Zabo. We do we it. don't agree in much Zabo, but there's certain things like this golf and that that we <laughs> definitely agree on. Uh, so thank you for your time. Thank you. Do you enjoy it? This is great. Perfect. Yeah. And Zabo, as thank always, you. thank you for your time. Thank you, Bear. Thank you for not farting. Good job, Bear. Or did he? Was he A clean today? A couple of times. He's been laying <laughs> on his back the whole time. <laughs> Good lad. Uh, golfers. If you're out there, you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to go back, listen to all the, the episodes. This is number 91, the previous 90. Most of them are evergreen content. Follow Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah, uh, YouTube. I was about to say Yahoo. And, you know, any questions, email them in. Podcast at glorifieddonkey.com. Until the next time, though, enjoy your golf. But more importantly, keep it humble.